2: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
2: You're listening to The Cricket Podcast.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Cricket Podcast where we will be talking about day one of the fifth ashes test at Hobart between England and Australia. It started so well for England as they had Australia 12 4 3 before the same old, old story, you know, got put into the cassette player and we were gently lulled back to sleep. Uh, well, not really lulled back to sleep, battered back to sleep by Travis Head, who scored a, a magnificent century. My name is Jack Hope. I'm joined by Ross Legg, who's in his work shirt. How are you doing, Ross Legg?
2: Um, well, it's a it's a professional job that I do, and it was a professional job by uh, by England's bowlers early on. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm feeling good, mate. I'm feeling confident that we're going to roll India out for less than two, four, about five hundred. I'm confident in that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we were in a shirt to commemorate the the one good spell of bowling that England have <laughs> produced one one professional period of cricket. England have come up with this series, uh, and we're joined by Max Roy Brown, who's in a lovely stripy shirt. We had complaints this week, Max, about the state of your house. Yeah, um, how would you like to come back against? Yeah, well, against
0: I'd, I'd say the the complaints. They should remember. Uh, the room I was podcasting out of during the summer. So uh, you know, let's uh, let's take it one step back. time. this is a step yeah. up from the crack den, and there's at least something on the on the walls. We were. Perhaps I'm representing or, also England's second session.
1: Yeah, we were, or maybe joined by nick compton we're not absolutely sure i think there's some technical difficulties going on at his end Uh, we're all doing this on our lunch break so we made the decision at quarter past 12 to just get on with it um, instead of waiting around i mean it'd be nice if he turns up we've got we've got uh, an overlay ready for him if you're watching on youtube but we don't know uh if not we hope to have him on at a later date um but moving on from that minor glitch ross what are the messages for our listeners
2: um, well there's loads of people watching right now so you should uh, like the video subscribe to our YouTube channel um, follow us at the cricket pod on Twitter and Instagram and um, yeah if, if you're a big fan of the shirt you should yeah get yourself one in fact I'm going to do the top button up if I can um, and it would be very very professional um, and you should also go over pa- to Patreon so Patreon is all about um, supporting the show and, ah, there we go um, you just look like a dweeb now yeah patreon.com it, it, it makes me look That's- just a head uh, <laughs> let's,
1: let's let's concentrate again. getting the messages out there we got to nah. the patreon bit carry on nah. Ross
2: <laughs> you should support the show uh we are revamping our offering on there um for exclusive shows um as well as kind of well I would say rewards but gifts and all this kind of stuff so um if there is uh if you want to do that and support the show this year go on to patreon
1: yeah basically our idea is and I think we've agreed on this but we haven't updated the start site yet so we'll be doing a, a, a once a month patreon special where it will be like a non-topical show i don't know like our top 10 batters in the world one of those like pointless bits that we used to do but don't really have enough time to fit into these these daily shows we we, we we're currently making um uh and uh once a quarter i think we said q a exclusive for patrons, where you can jump on a zoom with us and um you know chat cricket um which i think is five us a month four pounds seven aussie dollars 409 rupees um, depending on which of our major markets you what are about, in.
0: What about E1? Let's
1: get over uh, with the cricket. Su- no, hold on. We do need to go through more currencies. I like where Max is going with this. Uh, <laughs> Max, Max, can you do the patreon.com forward Touch the cricket pod match summary? <laughs>
0: That's our current sponsorship, yeah. Um, so, well, as, as, uh, as the, the other two have rightly pointed out, England started with um, uh, an almost very English start to a, to a game. They bowled first and very quickly had Australia 12 for three, uh, including the wickets of Steve Smith, who fell for a, a two-ball duck. And that left England um, with the, the rare thing for, for this series of, uh, of test cricket with a bit of hope. And uh, obviously we know what follows hope in the series and very quickly, uh, Manus Labashain, followed by Travis Head and Cameron Green, shut the door on said hope. Not, of course, before Manus Labashain produced one of the great meme-worthy uh, dismissals, uh, well, of himself, <laughs> that, uh, that I can remember in recent times. But uh, yeah, after after that swashbuckling start, the swashbuckling was uh, all done by Travis Head, who put England's bowlers to the sword. Weary some England bowlers down uh, a man after Ollie Robinson was feeling a, a sore back. Mark Wood bowling scattergun all over the place and the ball ceasing to move laterally off the seam. And uh, the counter attack came at a perfect time, was perfectly executed and propelled Australia to end the day as it was uh, shortened by rain for 241... For six which to be honest if you take if you'd asked an england fan before the day would you take 241 for six they'd have probably said yes but um the uh the way things went probably leaves a, a slightly sour taste in in the mouth as as it turned out in the end
1: max there were loads of people you know on twitter which is the the center of the intellectual universe as we know yeah um who were really really losing their shit that england had managed to go from Having Australia 12 for three to 250 for six at the end of the day. Mm. Now, I like to think I know a little bit about cricket. Do
2: You'd hope cricket so, you? With... You yeah, hope I do so.
1: a cricket podcast five times a week, watch a lot of it, I had two games on for, for a lot of the morning, this, a lot, <laughs> lot, of, lot of this morning. Sure we might be. talk a bit about India v South Africa later in the show as well. I thought that the aberration here was the 12 for three, not the 240 runs that followed the 12 for three. The 240 Ooh. runs for three for the rest of the day, that was normal. Yeah. The 12 for three, that was the weird bit that probably shouldn't have happened. And um, and, yeah, like, and I, 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 So I'm looking at this, and I That I'm was thinking, the reversion
0: to the mean, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. This is not a surprise. I mean, it's 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 you, you wouldn't expect it to happen. You you would expect the team that that had the opposition 12 for three to maybe capitalise on that a little bit. This was this was. A very, or or still quite a likely outcome. Yeah. Um, well,
0: it's a very different situation. The the thing is, uh, as an England fan, when you watch England te- get a team to 12 for three, it's usually at Headingley or something like that. And it's usually capitalised on by bowling a team out for 80 because the ball's doing all sorts. But um, obviously we're not used to having Australia 12 for three in, in Australia. That was the situation. But as it happened, you know, we know what happens to the pink ball after 10, 15, 20 overs. It very quickly goes soft and stops doing things. The pitch is green, but not actually, you know, that, that crazy. It's, it's a perfectly good pitch. And the like, like you say, it's sort of a, a totally um, understandable and, and somewhat expected outcome that the ball went soft. England's bowlers don't have the skill set or, or, or you know, the, the natural uh, ability to extract something out of the softball in australia like the australians do i think you know you've got ollie robinson who's tall and can get something out of it and he was injured and mark wood was the other man because we make him throw throw the ball at the batsman very fast and he was bowling all over the place and getting spanked so we we lost our weapons that we actually had for that period of the game and um and that meant it was uh pretty simple for australia to uh to come back into it but you know that's not to take nothing away from the way Travis had batted because that was a that was a splendid century
1: Ross let's dwell on the 12 for three for a minute the joy suck the joy out of the the cricket lemon um <laughs> were you excited were you up I was I wasn't up I wasn't up either
0: <laughs> uh, it was 4am yeah
2: um what Uh, (laughs) what, what, what is it right is that that this stuff can happen as max said like you have to put it down to the conditions it was i thought it was a decent shout to bowl first actually by joe root i think if we would have put our batsmen in in, under that pressure we probably would have wilted yeah yeah there's there's, there's that bit of we we get we've given ourselves a chance here um australia are kind of in the driving seat um i think the pitch will probably flatten out the best day to bat will probably be on day two um so actually if we can get some early wickets and going to bat all day, we should be able to at least try to get to somewhere near parity, actually. Got get him um, out first. Yeah, we do have to get him out first. Um, Stark has got a better batting average than pretty much all of the England team over the last couple of years. And he's at the crease. Um, Alex Carey's got a point to prove because everyone thinks that Tim Payne's better than him again, which is hilarious. Um, so yeah, I think um, we've got a task on our hands. Yep. Um,
1: Max, would you like to talk about Marnus Slavishen falling over or Travis Head first?
0: Uh, should we uh, Should we go for Marnus? Let's get all the fun Marnus, stuff. yes, up, up front. Um,
1: why did he decide to do a Rory Burns impression?
0: I I, I literally I cannot quite <laughs> comprehend what he was doing. It was like a, a, a I I I the moment I saw that I was like it reminded me of a number nine in uh, the last over of a T twenty, like trying to second guess the sort of Yorker outside off stump and and get something on it and it, it was just the most it was pretty it was clearly premeditated because he moved so far before the ball had been delivered and um basically you know even if he hadn't fallen over I think the the stumps were going but obviously the the slip made it just that bit sweeter to to watch it was um it, it was quite quite something, but I mean, in fairness, he was able to go and sit in the change room and have a have a laugh about it afterwards. When well, they put it up on the screen, and he was just he was sat there chuckling. So um, there's a great yeah, fair uh, play.
1: There's, there's a great photo um, of of three people all all in the shot. minus Labishain distraught on the floor, Broad celebrating, and then in the background, Ben Stokes just laughing his ass <laughs> off. <laughs> what just um, it was it was it was so weird. Um, a player I we should that play get Jack that good. Russell to paint that.
2: It's not the I first time I've seen these. it though this year. So we we play side cricket, do we, in the, in the in midweek in the summer? Mm-hmm. And there was one where on the slippery uh, astroturf. Yeah, there was a guy who slipped, over, literally doing exactly that bit. But he literally slipped over. And there's a picture when he's half like this, and it was uh, to see a professional cricketer do that um, on one of the biggest stages was absolutely hilarious. Um, but and that was, did, that
0: was the second good uh, second good falling incident of the day, wasn't it? After the first delivery, did you see that Stuart Broad's uh, belly flop?
1: Yeah. Well, um, as established, Ross and I were in bed. Uh, so, yeah. so was I, <laughs> but did
0: they, they
1: did
2: show a replay of it. Um, I feel, well, well, it was important though. Labashain's innings, though, was 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 good, right? They, it's what they needed. They kind of gave him a bit of a platform. He uh, placed some absolutely cracking shots. Um, we dropped him again, so Marnus's luck kind of continued on that ring. So um, uh, it was going straight into Joe Root's hands and Crawley, who, who has got a safe pair of hands, typically. Oh, um, he's a good slipper, yeah. yeah Took a really sharp one. He dived across and um, yeah, cost England forty-four runs there. Um But yeah, let's let's move well, on possibly, to Travis Head.
0: Possibly more, to be honest.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, Tra- Travis Head. Well,
1: Heads- uh, yeah. Hold on, I would just want to say when I so I woke up just when Labba was out, basically, or something around then. Mm. Um, and at that point, Jonathan Agnew, the uh, Agstradamus, was like, oh, I think England will get him out for about one hundred and forty here. Um was just like. <laughs> What are you talking about? Um, they've still got Cabra Green, Carey, uh, Stark Cummins, and Travis Head was going like the clappers at the other end. It was <laughs> just, oh, head in hand stuff. Yeah, Travis Head, Ross, um, Richard Pam, we were talking about his century yesterday. In the same vein, wasn't it? Maybe slightly more controlled, a little bit more conventional, but pretty spicy conditions. A bowling attack that, that at least to begin with, was, was up for it and firing under a lot of pressure. Um, and he scored it so quickly transforms the game in in well, under a session or a session and a half.
2: Yeah, it does, and it was um, it kind of reminiscent of kind of, David Warner in his pomp. Like some of the shots that he was playing, it was it was he dominated at the crease. Like he was going, a, he was going straight rate of hundred for most of his innings. I think he's down at what eighty five or so from the rest. And like he played fantastically well, um, and. Yeah, it was a complete momentum changer. Talk about guy, proper counter attacking stuff. That is exactly what they wanted. And sometimes on a pitch where you think things might have your name on it or a ball that is kind of against you. But actually, I think you just played really well. England tired very quickly. We looked like a, we looked beleaguered um, mm-hmm. after almost like the, the hype of getting those wickets. And it was like we're. It was almost the energy you used to get when you had those blue Skittles. Like you'd have blue Skittles as a kid, run around for 10 minutes and then absolutely crash. It's kind of it seemed like we did that today.
1: Well, it does it's not helped by the fact that um Stokes can't bowl. Now, he hasn't been amazing in this series. He looks even when he's been fit, he's looked unfit. Uh, he cannot bowl because of the side strain, can barely throw the ball. <laughs> um, and Olive Robinson also not bowling. They've said it's sort of Love of back stiffness, soreness, yeah, or than soreness,
0: strain. So, but he was like,
1: are... he was throwing the ball in underarm yeah. to like the, the, he's fielding deep square. Of he's on actually the boundary. Cricket, wasn't
2: it was like playing 15,
1: yeah, um, um, it was, it was. It, so, they had Ollie Robinson doing that, Stokes doing like completely immobile as well. Uh, and, and you were sort of wondering
2: why, well, they why they, they didn't pick again? Josh Butler and Johnny Bear, so, <laughs> at the same time. <laughs>
1: Um, couple that with Mark Wood having one of those days, but he couldn't hit a cow's ass. Um, yeah, with... every
2: ball just flew off the bat to the boundary, didn't it? it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was... Uh, but another dude, I was, I was following it on uh, the BBC text as well. And Agony was just like, Wood is having a terrible day. Literally, the next thing was him getting a wicket, which I thought was great. So, well, I was uh...
0: actually on on that sort of Cameron Green wicket, I was uh, so I was sort of commentating for the sort of second half of the the middle session where things were really getting away from england and i what struck me was how little england tried they just I, they were just carried on bowling not very threatening same deliveries same bowlers i mean joe root came on and actually bowled 10 overs in that session just to like get through them quickly because i think we were quite far behind the uh the overrate so there was there was that to consider as well but it I'll was lose it, out some more world test only, championship points yeah well well you don't want to be negative too too far negative you might not get back to zero but i mean joe root the only plan i could see was joe root bowling it sort of firing it into cameron green's legs to stop him from doing too much and aside from that we just it we let it drift and it, i think actually even though you know mark wood was bowling very well but it took far too long to try some sort of short bowling plan. Because, I mean, that was like the first thing England had been going to in the first three games. And now... Well, it hadn't worked that well, let's be honest. It hadn't (laughs) worked. It hadn't worked. But this was probably the the actual time to try it, when nothing else had worked. And you didn't really have any other options at your disposal, with Ollie Robinson, you know, injured and not having picked Jack Leach. It was basically all they had. And they didn't actually try it until it was far too late.
1: After the match... John Lewis, England's bowling coach, came out, fired a broadside at Robinson, said he needed to be fitter to be consistently good or something along those lines, at test level. Do you reckon that those words from, from John Lewis will
2: help heal Robinson's back, Ross? Um, yeah, I mean, when he's looking at that next slice of cake, he's going to be like, oh no, my, the, the guy who's supposed to be guiding me through this is going to tell me that, oh, Ollie Robinson, if he eats less cake, he'd be better at cricket um, or better at cricket. So, um, yeah, so it's an interesting thing. Like, maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe they're going for the tough love approach now. Um, they tried modicoddling them and now it's gonna be like, you know what? Again, we're going, we're gonna put a thing out of the Jose Mourinho playbook. Let's, let's put them across the coals yeah. in front of the media. Ollie,
1: Luke Shaw, Robinson. Um, <laughs> exactly. Maybe that's maybe that's the plan. Just, just call him fat for the next two years. And then when Silverwood <laughs> moves on, he turns out to be a fantastic left back um, in <laughs> in the in the five-aside warm-ups they have before the match. Um <laughs> Yeah, England. It was it was rubbish. Does anyone Max? I don't know. I don't know what you think about this. Did you Did you think it was weird they didn't pick Anderson? Um, uh, apparently, he's got a niggle. Oh, has he? Yeah, um, I'd have played him anyway. He's not going to play Test cricket rages now. They don't, right? Like, yeah, they are off until the eighth of March, aren't they? Yeah. Um, well, I like, think
0: you had to pick you had to pick Broad again, and I think it was probably one of those you know with Anderson a little bit. Um, possibly feeling something, uh, you, you know, the, the risk of picking Broad and Anderson, and if they were going to go with Wokes as well, you, you're getting very one-dimensional again. So well, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that surprised.
1: No, I, I, I don't want to be accused of being captain hindsight here, but I, I did wonder whether they'd have been better off lining up with Wokes at seven instead of picking Pope. I don't, I don't really see what Pope is going to do. Well, yeah, with without um, Ben Stokes, I suppose, <laughs> that, that Wokes uh, card. Yeah, this is what I yeah. mean. Yeah, good. Yeah. Um, over- uh, over- I'm, I'm surprised
0: they didn't play Overton, actually. Yeah, that's I forgot he was even there, but now you mentioned that he is there. I'm surprised he isn't even. There. Well, well, he was out there fielding the, for Robinson, wasn't he? Yeah, so. You know, what's the point? The, the series is done, like, we've managed to not get a whitewash. This is just you know, you might well, have yeah, taken him we, all we, that way <laughs> over Christmas. You might as well success give, a, give him oh. a bloody game, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, we, we, we've, we've proved that Chris Wokes
1: doesn't really work in Australia. Um, yeah. Yeah but this is a different bit of australia we've not been we're ploughing unknown that's true Furrows, are not yeah. um we it's, it's 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 new ground that we're tilling
0: so that doesn't make much of a difference
1: cricketing hose um that's that for 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 what happened i think um cameron green max you you thought it was funny when he was out did you did really well
0: um, i i i thought it was um i thought it was well uh, he basically um traded in uh, as 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 easy a chance for a century as he was looking like getting. Obviously the, the rain coming makes that slightly different because he's got a he would have had to start again uh tomorrow. But he was batting beautifully. Uh, you know, he was hitting some gorgeous shots. Didn't look in any form of trouble at all. Um until that, that short sort of the short ball came in. Mark Wood gave him a bit of a going over that over and he, he chased one that he really didn't need to. And um now he'll be really disappointed by that, I think, the way he got out. But and it's just giving England that little bit of a sniff that they they maybe need. But again, he he batted really well, and he's uh, showed why Australia put him in there as a batting all rounder. I think today
2: he's, um, he's grown he's grown in confidence, hasn't he, through this yeah. series. No, he's got, he has gone from strength to strength. I and mean, early on, he was a bit of a rabbit in the headlights. But now yeah. he's looking a little bit more assured, um, and he's playing his game. I think there's sometimes when you come into a side, especially in Test cricket, you kind of think, oh, there's a way to play Test cricket, and you kind of sometimes forget actually what got you there in the first place. And actually, he's kind of reverting back to being such. Like, you know what? This is my game. This is where my scoring areas are. And I think that's a it's going to be a huge asset for Australia if he continues in that vein.
1: Um, So all of that means, according to the computers, fellas, that Australia have a 66% chance of winning. Um, The draw is 20, so one in five. England's still 15%. That's about what they started the day with. They've held on to their equity in this test match. Um, I I don't know if England will be 15% to win one of these matches at the end of day one period for this tour. So this might be the best day one performance we've seen from England. I, 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 I don't know. Where do you see this match going? Is the is the question I'm going to going to ask you, both? though, Ross.
2: Um, I well, <laughs> everything is that classic thing of everything comes down to how we start tomorrow. If if we rattle, if we skittle India out, uh, India, uh, India, sk, sk, if we skittle them out, it'd be very impressive. Um, <laughs> if we if we skittle Australia out um, in the first, you know, in the, in like the first hour, and they add what maybe twenty more runs, um, then I think England are going to be like, do you know what, we we can do something here. We can make a proper game of it. Um, if, like every other instance, the tail wags and they get an extra 100 um, and England look even more ragged, I think we're in big trouble. And I think there could well be a bit where we get bowled out for probably less than 100. Um, wow. And then, we, and then we, we've we got a bowl again. Um, and then we'll be in the dirt for a long, long time. We'll come back look, looking like the, the walking wounded after a World War II battle. Um, and we'll have um, Ollie Pope coming into bowl. Um, what does he bowl Ollie Pope he's never bowled in professional
0: off. cricket
1: oh well we've got an opportunity then haven't we
0: yeah
1: you know they say Root's a bit conservative with his captaincy yeah. what, what, break uh, the shackles
2: Milton Davis in the live chat was kind of saying well actually it would have been perfect to see a bit of Dan Lawrence actually there as well he's been a complete passenger well, on people, this
1: journey yeah people have been asking this like why why has Dan Lawrence not got a go for England considering the, the yeah, batting he, he, right?
0: he bowls reasonably useful off spin probably a, a level down slightly from Joe Root but you know a couple of part times David Milan we could, we could go with David, David Milan third Lawrence. best
1: bowler on this tour third best bowling average for an England player David Milan <laughs> <laughs> can't <Yeah>. knock him <laughs>
2: uh... <laughs> Yeah, the only thing that could help us is the weather, as Heather has uh, identified in the chat. Um, obviously, rain stopped play today. Um, it's, it's, it's be iffy tomorrow. Yeah, supposed mm. to be iffy. So again, um, come on the rain, just bring, bring on another draw. Look,
1: I will tell you what, it's it's it came to the rescue in the last test, bailed us out that one in uh, at home, uh, not yeah, at home against India. Was it yeah. Trent Bridge where it looked mm. like it was going to be a bit dicey? Um, could have, you know, helped us out at Lords, but didn't, mm. um, which was a a bit annoying, but it has played a, a good role in this Ashes series I think, so far. I think this
0: game's going to move Making quickly, it. though. I think we're going to need at least a full day of, of rain in total. To yeah, the, the, the,
2: yeah. The, the only thing around it is that with the pink ball, um, Stark is obviously fantastic. He's got the most um, most wickets um, in in pink ball cricket, but it's also how much overs are in the legs. Like they've used Scott Boland really well. Him on this surface, him with his kind of bowling his good length deliveries. It's a big test for this England batting lineup, um, but I just can't see how England get anything from this. I think we're going to get steamrolled. Well, uh, happy Ross. There we have it.
1: There we there we have it. Um, Max, remind people where they can find us on the internet, and then we will talk a little bit about India v South Africa, which was an altogether much more exciting cricket match mm. than than what we saw
2: in Hobart. Dokie, yeah. Uh,
0: Instagram and Twitter at the cricket pod. Head over there, follow us and keep up to date with uh, all of Ross and Jack and me, but usually uh, Ross and Jack's excellent tweeting and attempts at uh, viral memes um, and helps. There's yeah. a good one today. There's a good one, but nobody, yeah, everyone
1: was watching India lose. It's not, it's uh-huh. not, cre-
0: not got the credit it deserves. I, I did. I did like that one. I'm going to um, retweet it. And also like, and subscribe <laughs> on YouTube uh, on here, please, please do that. And, uh, and, patreon.com forward slash the cricket pod if you want to support us as mentioned earlier
1: yes patreon.com forward slash the cricket pod the big one that's the big daddy with with extra tcp content tcp not pcp that's the bad cp um (laughs) india v south africa where ross we got up to what 110 needed with seven wickets in hand and yes seven wickets south africa needed one um they he have dished out a win. They've dished out a win um, to India. Uh, Keegan Peterson, he managed 82 in the end. Didn't get his century. It would have been a pretty good century. We could have had, we could have had a trio of Pant, um, Travis Head, Keegan Peterson centuries, and they would all have been of the very highest quality. In the end, he goes for 82, playing on off Shardwell, Taku the Lord, uh, and Rassi van der Dusen and timber Bavuma take it home. Ross, I thought India might do what they did to England, blow South Africa away. We've seen that their bowling attack is well capable of that. Ooh, and in okay. Conditions. Were you surprised at all that they did not put up too much of a fight?
2: I think in the show last night, what we said that was. Um... That in uh, South Africa needed to have a good open, a good starting partnership. They needed to get kind of that 50 runs underneath the belt and make things easier and take the sting out of the game. And that's exactly what they did, right? They, ha- they had that partnership. Um, uh, I thought it was perfect for them. They played it absolutely perfectly. And Keegan Peterson has had a fantastic series. He's a player of the series. Um, and sometimes you do just have a bowler's number and he just didn't look too troubled. Yeah, it was a bit upsetting for him. He didn't get to a century, but he did his job. In a, in a big way and Rassi van der Dussen did his job as well in a big way um, and then we weren't surprised when Tempo Boomer who's in a good patch of form does that as well I just think that they did really well I don't think you can criticise the Indian bowlers too much either actually I thought they did reasonably well and towards the end the kind of wheels came off a little bit but I thought there was a couple of chances Pajara obviously dropped that one and um, I just yeah it was unfortunate for India that their, their opportunity was with the bat it wasn't with the ball today they should have put the game out of reach and unfortunately they shit the bed on that.
1: Yeah, I think that probably is the tale. Um, I think Verratt Coley blamed the bowlers,
2: Mourinho style, um, <laughs> said that they, they <laughs> it's failed. It's the batsman's fault. He literally, he was part of the win. batting unit, Pirane was part of the batting unit. They failed. <laughs> the openers failed. They all failed together. They, they're suffering from england Max,
1: they say that the fish rots from the head. The head of this India fish is Virat Kohli. <laughs> um, how much of the blame should we lay at his door? Uh
0: well still no century for Virat Kohli so um that's um that's going to be a concern for him even though 29 off 143 deliveries in that in that second innings so it's quite a quite um well, quite a restrained uh yeah a restrained innings from from his perspective. I think um it it's as much uh, his fault as it is for him as part of the the batting unit. I think that is that is it. And I, I think you have to give so much credit to South Africa in both of their fourth innings um, chases in the last two games because they've both been in almost exactly the same situation of their game where both sides of well, in three innings have been three scores of two hundred ish, and then they've gone and made a, a mockery of that. Whether that's you know the the pitch flattening out slightly or or, or um, you know other other sort of extreme conditions contributing, but you just have to say like they battled in, in those situations so well and batted really well. And I think that's probably where South Africa were, were expected to be weakest, right? I mean, we know how good their bowling attack is with uh, Um Rubada in particular, and um, and the fact that their batting stood up to one of the best bowling attacks in the world in conditions that would be pretty helpful for people like Bumrah and Shami and and the rest. Uh, I think they, they did really well. So I think just so much credit to South Africa for um surprising everyone with how well they were. But I mean on on Kohli's leadership the only thing I would say is that he treads that line doesn't he of, of aggression and when not India are on top it's great, you know. It gives them like the the Australian of the 90s bad guy uh, ethic that so many teams might strive for when they're on top, but when things go against India that's when it can sort of the, the other side of it comes in you need to sort of kind of think about uh the reactionary um element. Apparently he apparently he
1: poked Rassi. We didn't discuss this Ross. Apparently he poked Rassi Vanderdessen yesterday. Uh we missed we missed the poke. Uh the batting though for for Indians it was pretty bad through the series. There's not really any of them that stood out, I I didn't think. Um got the averages up here. Keegan Peterson 276 runs at 46. Pretty good series, uh, yeah. We we're, were saying we weren't expecting South Africa to do much with the bat. We no one, no one would have called Keegan Peterson being top run scorer in this series three weeks ago, would they? So it's a, a, you know a, a good find for South Africa there um, as a as a batter. Pair that with Marco Jansen, and suddenly their their team so is looking looking decent. Dean Elgar, two hundred thirty five at forty seven. Um, Bavuma, two hundred twenty one at seventy three. Um, he had a really good series. Uh, for, for India, um, K.O. Rahul, 226 runs at 37, which isn't too bad as an opener. Um, I, I think a lot of those runs came in one innings, did they? He's got a high score of 123, but you can't take that away. It was part of a match-winning effort. Uh, Richard Pants, um, not, oh, he, he scored 186 at 37, 100 of those coming in, in the great effort yesterday to, to keep the game alive. And then Kohli obviously only played two tests, average 40. Rahane, Agawal, Pajara, 22, 22, 20 are their batting averages. Um, and that makes up the rest of the top six. There's some pretty big weaknesses there um, that South Africa were basically able to exploit over and over and over again. I, 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 I do.
0: must be absolutely livid.
1: Yeah, probably. I would, I would be upset if I were him. Um, or, he's I do... there,
2: or, or his stock has risen. That classic yeah, case well, where he's out, out the never, side. Never a better been like... player
0: than when you're out the side. Fahari yeah.
1: came in for one match, scored 60 runs, was out once, um, and, then, and then was dropped. Um, he's probably not super thrilled
2: <laughs> as, as so well. After being sent to South Africa to work <laughs> on it, he'd be like, you're an overseas specialist, plays one game. Um, yeah, so
1: there's, there's that. There's, uh, I don't know. Um, I, I think I, India are, are in danger now, I think, of not qualifying for the World Test Championship final, which is preposterous for a team that good. Um, mm. they're, 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 they've they they got a big match in England haven't they coming up in, in July um, they'll pulverise a few teams at home to get to get the, the, the things going in the right direction but Pakistan look good they've got points on the board Australia are pretty much there aren't they courtesy of England <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: New right, Zealand's lost to Bangladesh in, lost, they, New Zealand's lost to Bangladesh puts them in a, a bit of yeah. a dicey situation but they, they might put things together and don't know who knows maybe south africa will fancy a bit of a run at it now um if they win if they if they go to the england points dispenser in the summer and (laughs) and pick up pick up a few themselves um, that they'll be quite a way above india at sort of the halfway stage through um which would be a pretty catastrophic failure so it will be what india tests in the next next year 18 months i think will be pretty exciting because they 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 they'll want them obviously they'll want to make the final um it's it's Virat Kohli's only chance of ICC silverware now that he's been ruthlessly stripped of the white ball captaincy so it's going to be good away tests with India they they're just consistently box office uh and I'm I'm looking forward to wherever they have to go next um do they go to New Zealand soon um they're not going to Pakistan that's a shame that would be good wouldn't it that would no. be good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: I mean, are we uh, are we going to end this podcast by doing a synchronized clap like uh, the Indian team did with the guys off the pitch? I d- no, I didn't see this. Do you want to talk about that quickly? We've got a few questions, <laughs> and I'll just get them up. Um uh, there's, there's just a bit where Cody shouts like, "Keep clapping, boys!" And they got all the people in the dugout literally just doing this little clap, and it's just yeah, like an amateur dramatics class of uh, just following orders. is a bit, little bit, little bit strange, Um but never um, mind.
1: So a a couple of questions. Lonely surfer boy, Matt, you can answer this as the psychologist on the pod. What is wrong with Labishane's brain?
0: (laughs) Uh, He's a, he's a funny bloke, isn't he? And funny, peculiar rather than funny. Ha ha. Um, Whatever (laughs) is wrong with his brain, obviously uh, makes the bit of his brain. That's good at cricket uh, work very well. So, uh, Mm. you know, it's one of those, uh, maybe he's a savant. Yep.
1: Uh, And Tim Wilton D who's probably in the chat as well. Ross, you can answer this one. What do you think of the ECB's Tom Harrison? He did an interview, I think, with uh, Aggers Overlord Aggers Agstradamus um, today, um, talking about things, saying that they needed to recalibrate the Red Bull calendar so that there was Red Bull cricket in the summer. And if only someone had the power to do that, um, <laughs> it was, was, was generally the point he was he was making. Um, do you like him? What do you think? It's
2: a Bit thick. Really, it's, it's like, it's just really. Like, if you look at the the troubles that England have had over the last few years, where he's been kind of in that position, that he's overseen like a ridiculous amount of just stupidity. Um, it's there, and I think sometimes when people come out into the media, like th- this guy would have been media trained, like into with an inch of his life, and he just comes across so poorly, um, and just doesn't speak for the game in England at all. I don't think, um, and I think it's yeah, I'm not sure how his position is not tenable um but that's uh, it's not my decision to make but i tell you right now i'm coming for that role <laughs> 20, 20 years 20, 20 years time that's where that'll be me head for CB. the role
1: you want not the role you've got he's dressed like the president of the ecb or whatever his name is ceo of the ecb will <laughs> be supreme I'll have, leader
0: when ross is in
2: charge i yeah. have, have i'll have five rolexes all completely five. fine and on your right side. arm do you know how to wear a watch Um, there won't be any left
0: on his left arm look lads let's
1: wrap this up we've got nothing else to talk about Um, we will be back tomorrow with more cricket um, Saturday special I'm not sure who the guest we'll try to get a guest for that Uh, on Sunday Shane is coming on to probably laugh at us yeah Yeah. (laughs) Um, and I don't know maybe we'll be back on Monday as well goodbye everyone
2: Sports Social Podcast Network
0: That's chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.